Deb McDiarmid is the Director of Marketing at Sheraton Mirage in Port Douglas, but she cut her teeth as an event manager in New York, working with teams such as the New York Giants when they won the Super Bowl. Since then, she's worked extensively in Asia and Australia before opting for a tropical lifestyle in Port Douglas, where she creates experiences to enrich the stays of guests from interstate and overseas, as she explained to me earlier this week. Deb, uh, thank you very much for having us, uh, some buyers, uh, and meeting planners and a journo, me, up here. We really appreciate the opportunity to spend time and understand how this particular resort, which has been refurbed, how it all hangs together. How long have you been here? And uh, tell us a little bit about why you're here and not, you know, maybe doing something famous in New York. Well, I've been in New York a few times and I actually did a Super Bowl. I did many, many years of Super Bowl event management and um, worked with the New York Giants the year that they did win in Phoenix that year. But uh, I'm here because I love the tropics and Married International are a wonderful company to work for. So I suppose a lot of my work over the last 10 years have been in Asia and yet obviously COVID happened and all of all the Aussies that are out there in the world, or most of them came back and mm. I was one of them and there was a unique opportunity to come here to Sheraton Grand Mirage Resort Port Douglas and be part of I suppose the team which previously would have been merging a sales and marketing talent together where we uh, the initiative was to let's split and put a specialist in sales and a specialist in marketing and I was invited along to be part of that and I couldn't refuse I mean it's you know God's country, isn't it, mm. up here in Farm Queensland? No, it, it is. And I know you've done a lot of work to try and embrace the community up here for the hotel to uh, have the community feel that they're, they're a very big part of it. Uh, tell us a little bit about that because you've unearthed some interesting facts that not many of us knew. Yeah, true. I mean, it's my, I suppose if I was asked if I could design the perfect job for me, it is storytelling, but it's through, I suppose, a connection with the past. Let's find, because people love stories about people. And it was an interesting thing that I discovered here. I didn't know, I don't don't know why I didn't know, because now it's part of my everyday life. But there's a massive Italian community here in far north Queensland, and particularly here in Port Douglas. And before this resort was built over 35 years ago, the only real economy here was the sugar industry. And that's why the Italians came. They they actually answered a call out from the government back in the beginning of the 20th century that said, you know, you know, people willing to work hard, come, come and, you know, maybe one day you'll have a chance to, to own land here. So they were all sent away from their homes in Italy and obviously a bit of war-torn uh, after the First World War. And so from the 20s in particular, they arrived in droves, started working hard. A few got married by proxy and started their families here and many of their descendants are still farming the same land today. So I found out by accident driving past a farm and seeing limes for sale. It also had another sign saying horse poo. (laughs) But I stopped and I talked to the farmer who was an old fella um, and he uh, had an Italian name when we introduced ourselves. I asked him about his heritage. He told me he was one of many here and then then, then my investigation began to to find out uh, more about it. So basically the the Italians that came and did well 
established their families and businesses here and their third, fourth and fifth generations now farming the land and they have some fabulous stories to tell and we invite them in mm. um, a couple of times a year during our harvest feasts and uh, to connect with the guests, the visitors of the region, even the locals to join us at the table and have chats about you know the stories that their parents and grandparents have handed down about the, their, their lives here in tropical North Queensland. Mm. Oh, it's a great story. I know you've been out and you've filmed a to produce some materials for Tourism Australia on that particular story. So maybe people will see that at some point in a big campaign for one thing or another. Now, one of the big events uh, for you is Taste Port Douglas. And the Sheraton was, in fact, the hub of that event this year. There are lots of celebrity chefs wandering around here. And uh, that, that must have been quite a coup to, to get to get that to the property and then to build on it as you have over the past couple of years. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, Tasteport Douglas is in its seventh year this year and it's been a big weekend full of beautiful culinary achievements, I would say, because when you see what's been delivered through uh, what's been happening here at the resort, a number of events, and also in our restaurants in town and in other fantastic locations such as Flames in the Forest up in the Daintree, um, the talent are here because our, I suppose we'd say it's our fine dining restaurant called Harrison's. The owners, Rainer and the uh, and Spencer, Spencer is the chef, they run a very successful business and our guests love to dine in the restaurant, but once a year they put together this particular event and Spencer is very very well connected to the who's who of the culinary world in Australia. He's also, I think, a judge on a number of food type events. So they put together the festival and it's been here as the heart of the festival. Uh, We've been presenting partner for the last three years. So that's why it come because we're lucky to have the restaurant here and double lucky to get the festival as well. Mm. And it's something that um, everybody can enjoy. And I suppose the celebrity chefs do too, because this is their little break away from their businesses. They're running sometimes multiple restaurants. I know most of them have at least one, usually a a couple more. And then they have other businesses as well and some of them have media profiles so they're busy doing that programming so what they do is take a little mini break with their families to come to Port Douglas, enjoy the resort, enjoy getting in front of the uh, the fans, let's say, and people that are genuinely interested in food. And uh, we give them lots of learning opportunities, demonstrations and masterclasses to, to get a little bit deeper, not just dining in the restaurant, just learning a bit more about the producers and the connection to the uh, produce. I understand a lot of the guests actually specifically booked to be here during this event. They may have gone to the Melbourne Food wine festival and had lunch on a long table on a windy Yarra riverbank but it's not quite the same is it? It's not the same at all. Here they've got a choice of dining under the stars at our Lagoon House restaurant where Jerry Mai came and and took over that space and um, really wowed the the guests that day. They can also get up into the Daintree Rainforest and have you know a night of fire which is everything cooked over a fire pit yeah the the chefs that have been here and not just chefs we also had Matt Preston as well who sometimes people call him a chef but he's a critic mm. but he's actually a good foodie and he taught the the audience in his demonstration how to do an amazing um crispy pork dish yesterday mm. yes <laughs> I, I heard that going off i was actually in the vip tent just having a little spanish beer i think at that stage but uh, there were a lot of people watching uh, what matt was doing there he's actually cooked on tv so he's not sort of totally out of it 
No, he's not. I think he's um, he plays it well. He can move both sides of that of his profession, mm. and he's very generous with his time. I saw him so many times over the weekend, stopping and connecting mm. with the guests and having a nice chat and, and a few selfies here and there as well. Mm. So, what can we look forward to experience at uh, Port Douglas, uh, particularly at the Sheraton, in, in the next year or so? Have you got some things up your sleeve you can let out? Of the bag? <laughs> well, yes. I, uh, what we do here is uh, obviously we want to keep the sugar story going because, you know, we want to pay homage to this beautiful place that before tourism arrived was really survived on the sugar industry. We want to keep that going with beautiful Italian food and inviting the farmers in. Uh, that'll happen regularly. We also have a local distiller who's making amazing rum from Mount Uncle. He actually won a gold medal with his rum for the best pot stilled rum in the world. We're going to continue masterclasses with him every month. He'll come to us and and, uh, share his knowledge and the story of sugarcane and how it's part of what he does. Mm. We also have, I think, a big focus on sustainability. We've got two hectares of pools here in the resort. Uh, Obviously, that's a a lot of sort of below-the-scenes things going on with that. We have recently replaced all the filtration systems. By the way, a lot of people don't realise, but we harvest salt water out of the ocean to fill those pools. We still have to obviously prepare it and make it a super safe environment for the guests. So we do all that. Uh, They're all being lined with a beautiful eco liner. Um, They bring teams from overseas to do this because it's not it's the first of its kind in Australia to to do that, which will stop any leakage of water. And it's an amazing project that will continue until we're completely finished and then we'll start again in 20 years time when it's the liners need replacing but it saves us emptying the pools and painting them every three years we've also got a lot of energy saving initiatives and we do follow Marriott 360 protocols when it comes to following the UN develop you know their development goals in doing the best for people doing the best for the planet Uh, we're very focused on that so we'll be connecting it's all involves humans though and also here being a world two World Heritage UNESCO sites, we also have to be an active player in that in that space, not just hang our hat on Port Douglas being the first eco-destination in Australia certified by Tourism Australia. Everybody here has a responsibility to, to uphold that. So that's our focus. But of course, there'll always be beautiful, comfortable rooms, fantastic food and beverage, and it's really a wonderful holiday for Australians and people from overseas to come and explore th- this part of the world. And can you just give us a tip? When's a good time to come up here as a leisure guest and enjoy all that uh, is to be had? I know it's very busy, but are there any tips on what's a good month to look to come? It depends on your interests. Like right now, I'd be watching the dates for the for the Tasteport Douglas Festival 2024 and book as soon as you can. Our booking engines open a year ahead, so that'll be announced in the coming couple of weeks. Uh, make sure if you're into food and beverage, that's the one not to miss. It's always in August because the weather's the chances of the weather being absolutely perfect uh, is fantastic. That when I say perfect, I mean blue skies, lower humidity. But the reef and the rainforest are here, you know, 365 days a year. And it doesn't matter if it's the downpours during the tropical green 
in season are absolutely magnificent. If you if you only want to imagine yourself on you know laying beside a pool under blue skies and our beautiful coconut trees, well, definitely come between May and September. Otherwise, if you don't mind a nice a bit of a mix of a day where you've got you know you can be at the pool half the day and the other day out and about enjoying the beautiful environment. It's any time of year. The the bigger rains come between December and March, um, but it's it doesn't stop our visitors from enjoying absolutely everything that's on offer here. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much too, Graham. Look forward to the next one. Deb McDiamond there speaking with me, Graham Kemlow, earlier this week at Port Douglas.